My name's Terry. Welcome to the Oddscast. Welcome to the Oddscast. Anything more? Welcome to the Oddscast. Get in the hole! And welcome to this week's edition of our PGA Tour dot 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 in the hole where we go and discuss the upcoming PGA tournament for the weekend. This weekend, we are going into the Memorial returning. It feels like deja vu all over. The Muirfield Village Golf Club in Dublin, Ohio. If it feels familiar, Terry, it's because we were just there last weekend. I'm Donald Leo for the Oddscast podcast alongside Terry Takes, our resident golf specialist. Joe Delera is also in studio as is producer Corey. Uh, we will go that was, over. That was so mean. You <laughs> called me a specialist and just said, and Joe's also here. <laughs> well, this is, this, this, this segment was kind of born from us teaching Joe how to bet on golf. So mm, that's true. I, I listened to a couple more episodes and then he'll be a specialist, you know, that's, <laughs> that's how it works. And before you know it, you'll be a manager. At Enterprise. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that's how it works. Uh, later on this, we're going to ask Joe to give us the promotions for this weekend because with COVID and sports books competing for our dollar, there has been some very good golf promotions. So we're going to give you, if you live in a state that has been smart enough to legalize sports betting, uh, like New Jersey, like Colorado, some other states, there are a bunch of legal books competing for your money via promotions. We'll have Joe read those at the end of the podcast. Let's talk about the Memorial Again, Terry, we're coming back to Mirfield. This is a field that's a bit more condensed at the top, I would say, than last week's. And there's a lot of big names here. There's a lot of guys that have been scoring well. What is your take on how you're looking at separating guys from week to week? Because this is a tricky tournament in just so far that they are playing the same course again just a week later. Yeah, it's really weird. I don't know the last time. Uh, this happened. I didn't look it up, but I'm pretty sure it hasn't happened in a very long time. Um, it, I guess the course is going to play differently. They obviously let her, letting the rough grow out. Uh, Dottie Pep, my girl, said that this, the greens were rolling at 11.5, I think, on Friday. Mm. And expecting, I guess, last year they rolled at a 13 to 13 and a half. So that's, you know, a two foot difference in how fast the greens are rolling. Um, and it's, you know, last week it was a much larger field um, in, in terms of just amount of players. Mm-hmm. This week is just an incredibly deep field where you have guys, you have, it's one of the deepest fields in PGA Tour history. I, it, it's mind blowing that it, like if you build, you build a lineup on DraftKings, I, I'm not a big fantasy guy, but it would make your mind explode like what lineups you can build. Yeah. I think that if you look at uh, uh, just to say how deep this is, like going down the list here, Thomas DeChambeau, Rory, top three in odds. And you have Cantlay, Dustin Johnson, Rom, Hovland, Morikawa, Hovland, Morikawa have just bursted onto the scene this year. Shoffley, that's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine guys before you get to Webb Simpson, who has been probably playing I mean, top three golf, the last two, the last couple tournaments he's been in, uh, you know, tied for eighth in the Rocket Mortgage Classic, uh, won the RBC Heritage. 
I think that in such a deep field, do you see value in picking winners in this uh, in this betting environment? Uh, I th- I think there's still value in uh, picking winners. Uh, you definitely I I don't like picking winners. You know, close to the top of the leaderboard. So it I don't think this is a week where you're gonna see a hundred to one win or you're gonna see a hundred to one up there. Mm-hmm. I think there is an advantage for the guys that. There's somewhat of an advantage for guys that played last week. They're playing the same course. They know, you know, they get a feel for it, especially young guys like uh, Hovland and uh, Morikawa. I mean, if you're Morikawa, how could you not want to play here this week mm-hmm. and be excited about it? You just won. And so you just have to re- – you just got to, you know, you've been through this already. Um, so I, I, I would stick to – maybe seven seventy to one i wouldn't go farther than that and mm-hmm. i think there's going to be a lot of value in live betting this week yeah definitely what's uh i mean because some of the guys that you're saying around seven to one like neiman has been playing he's has put, posted some very low rounds uh justin rose 60 to one i guess there are big names that are are high odds sergio 80 to one spieth as bad as he's been 90 to one i think that in a stacked field you know, maybe top 10 bets, top 20 bets have a little bit more value than in other weeks. But in terms of what we did last week, where we separated some of the uh, strokes gain statistics to kind of outline what guys need to be good at to win this week uh, at this course, does your readings on this change based on the course changing a bit as far as deeper roughs, faster greens, or does your course fit algorithm just look at this the same exact thing same as that um i definitely think last you know your performance last week matters Mm -hmm. um like i said especially for the young guys Mm -hmm. i it's still a second shot golf course you need to you know put it on the green or else you need to be really good at scrambling because these these greens and bunkers and you know jack jack nicholas makes makes you work uh you know we're 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 on a first name basis we're we're (laughs) close um so I, I, it's very similar. I would, you know, you're looking at the same things. And you also, the other thing from last week, if you watch is you got to score on par fives. You, you absolutely have to birdie these par fives. You're, if you're walking off these par fives with a par, you feel like you bogeyed. If you bogeyed it, you might as well just go home. Yeah. So, I mean, if we're, if we're looking at the, the stats that were important last week, like strokes gained approach was one of the biggest ones uh, to look at. And then Morikawa was top five in that. And now he's number one heading into this week for the year to date for strokes gained approach. So, yeah. And who's number two, Justin Thomas. Exactly. (laughs) So, and who's number four guy that I bet Mark Leishman didn't make the cut last week. (laughs) 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 Who was number one heading into that. Um, So one of those weeks. Well, he did. He did better. I'm surprised you didn't start with this. He did better than Joel Dahman. <laughs> oh yeah, that was that was bad. That he shot, I think, 15 over. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that wasn't good. I will uh, say though, Russell Henley did make uh, my best bet from last week. Russell Henley, 40 to one, or it was like four to one to. to actually, it wasn't 40 to one. Four to one. It was like top 40, like two to one around there. Yeah. Uh, producer Corey. Yes. 1975. Firestone Country Club in Ohio. Ba- ass to ass. <laughs> oh, an ass to ass. Who won? Who won? Give Jesus. us those winners. I closed the tab. It's, pro- it's not right there. 
How did you close it so fast? Yo, Seve, Seve Ballesteros. Dave Davis. <laughs> Lafferty, Daniels, and Gilmore. <laughs> <laughs> so I did the same thing, Terry, that I did last week where I looked at strokes gained approach, accuracy off the tee, both in driving percentage and distance from the fairway um, in the rough, and also strokes gained around the green. There are four guys that came up on my radar this week, uh, and I'll, I'll throw them at you, see what you think, and then you throw a couple guys at me, and then we'll go to our best bets. Uh, Webb Simpson was number one for me. Uh, he's fifth in strokes gained approach. Has accuracy in terms of being good off the tee. 20, he's 20th in driving percentage accuracy and 64th ranked in terms of average distance from the fairway. And then around the green, he's 54th. Rory McIlroy is 17th Your boy. approach. My boy. 17th approach, 10th around the green. And then the driving accuracy, you have to kind of dive deep into the uh, accuracy or the, the distance from the fairway to kind of make it top 100. Xander Shoffley got 21 approach, 94 around the green, and again, kind of around top 100 if you mix the two uh, accuracy statistics. And then probably just up there with Webb Simpson in terms of the across the board, all three facets of this game at that course, at this course, Adam Hadwin, 29 approach, 73 around the green, and 27th and 33rd respectively on percentage of the fairways hit and distance from the fairway statistics those four guys Webb Simpson Rory Xander Shoffley and Adam Hadwin are guys that I'm eyeing to bet in the top 10 top 20 top top 30 kind of kind of bets and I'm also going to play them probably in lineups Terry what do you think of those guys uh I I mean, Rory's arguably the best golfer in the world. Just saying that to make you feel good. Um, so I, I like I like Rory the way he drives the ball. I think he's better overall with his wedges than Bryson. Um, you know, accuracy matters, but so does distance when you're you're hitting a a wedge into the green from the rough as opposed to you know a six iron from the fairway. Um, but of those guys, I would probably I, I would take Xander. He's probably my favorite out of, your, out of your group right there. He played here last week. He was over two strokes gained on the field from approach. Um, putting was a little below uh, the average. Uh, he wasn't. He was below average around the green and below average off the tee. So I mean, his approach was there. He just needs to, you know, maybe drive the ball a little better and make some putts. So. I think he has the game that you need to win a Memorial and, you know, he's, I think he's due. He's, he competed um, at the colonial first, first tournament of the year, had an unfortunate, you know, hitting the ball into the water on 16, I believe. Um, and he's kind of just been hanging in the background in a field like this, where he's not faced by anything. Uh, he has the demeanor to win. And when he plays in these types of fields, he, he shows up to play. It's like, it's, it's literally like a major championship field and mm -hmm. who shows up at majors, Sanders Shuffle. Mm -hmm. All right. Give me some guys that you like, and then we'll go into our best bets. Guys that I like. So, I mean, this guy has been on my bet slip uh, since, since the golf has started back up in quarantine. 
uh, he's been written about a little bit, so he might be too hot to, you know, all maybe hype too hyped. But I, I love uh, Abraham Answer. Abraham Answer. Mm-hmm. He is just one. He's one of the best ball strikers on the tour. Approach going into the green. That's exactly what you need. Um, he's played here the past two years, I believe. Um, he's made the cut both times, but he hasn't finished inside the top thirty. He's as we've seen post quarantine. He's made the top twenty all three tournaments he's played in. Uh, he took the last two weeks off, so he's coming in fresh. Um, I, he just he he just if he can just make a few putts, you know he's he's gonna win a tournament. And you know his the quality of player he is he he can't have zero wins uh, for too long. Uh, looking elsewhere, I, another guy off the layoff who's actually two just below him on the odds on DraftKings is Tony Finau. It's all about distance now, Dom. We're in the distance era. I know you hate it, but that's where we are. And Tony Finau hits the ball farther than anyone I've ever seen without even looking like he's trying. He is just the anti-Bryson who hits it so far but does not break a sweat. Um, and he doesn't have to drink 17 protein shakes to do it. Um, there's video of him Off breaking – those protein two, shakes. Yeah. There's video of him breaking uh, 200 ball speed. And if you look at his metrics, um, he – he's just a well-rounded player. So again, he's only won once. So I'm kind of going out on a limb here. Um, picking guys that pick an answer who hasn't won a tournament, Fino, who's, uh, won one in Puerto Rico, Puerto Rico curse, which also that's where, uh, Hovland has his only win. So we're dealing with that. But if you look, Fino, <laughs> 34th approach to green eighth uh, around the green, he's not a great putter, but, We've seen past winners here. Putting doesn't – greens are going to be faster. Putting didn't matter last week a lot. It matters a little more this week, but still, like, if Matsuyama can win here, anyone can win here. So um, I like Finau, and I'll, I'll be betting both of those to win and both of those top 20. Okay. Let's, uh, let's give one best bet, and then we'll move on to the promotions. Uh, I'll start. With my best bet, I mentioned him in my top four guys in terms of the advanced metrics. I think that Adam Hadwin has been playing very well. Last three tournaments he's played in, top thir- uh, tied for 35th, uh, which was last weekend at Muirfield. Then he was tied for fourth and then tied for 41st. So he's been playing around the top 40 uh, rounds uh, on the leaderboard in the last three tournaments he's played in there's a little bit of a discrepancy right now uh this will go out tonight uh so it'll be wednesday morning when you're listening to this probably but as of right now and recording he is plus 180 to be top 40 uh on fanduel and plus 110 on DraftKings. so i think that that's going to move down a little bit towards the DraftKings number so my best bet is adam hadwin to uh be top 40 at the end of this tournament plus 180 on FanDuel. I like that bet. FanDuel I've noticed has has had um, generally the better odds mm-hmm. in terms of like the position finishes like answers 220 there as opposed to 175 on DraftKings. Interesting. Just heads up. Line shop golf. Uh, my best bet we talked about it last week. Well, not to everyone but to you guys I was talking about it. <laughs> Um, and it doesn't necessarily match up with the metrics, 
Um, but I a hundred percent believe that Brooks Kepka is going to win this golf tournament. Um, you know, he popped back on tour. He, you know, he had the COVID issue with his caddy having COVID. So he had the quarantine for two weeks when he was playing really well at Harbor town, finishing in second, having that amazing Sunday. Um, and, you know, he's getting ready to play travelers caddy gets COVID. So he has to go home plays last week. Um, he has a, a bad Thursday gets to the back nine on Friday. He's I believe four over and he just turns it on and he, every, like every wedge close, close to the pin, he almost holed out three different times, almost got a hole in one. And he's just a competitor and his type of guy, unlike Rory, whose round starts going bad and he posts an 85 Brooks is going to fight um, to put up a good number. And if you look at this field, like I said, it's a major championship field who shows up at majors Brooks Kepka. Um, he, so he missed the cut last week. I think he's going to be fired up. Bryson's in the field. He's got a, a bone to pick with him. Um, and he's playing with Tiger and Rory McIlroy um, on Thursday. So if that doesn't, if there isn't a player that's going to rise to the occasion, it, it's Brooks Kepka. And again, I know the Met, he hasn't been hitting his wedge as well. He hasn't been um, scrambling very well, but I just think that we saw before, for the take a break for COVID that he was playing well. It's there. Last, last week was a practice round. This is a real deal. Take him at 28 to one. He was 15 to one last week. Take him at 28 to one off that missed cut. People are probably cold on him. Book it. Oof. All right. I like it, Joe. It's time for promotion time. Okay. <laughs> I guess we, we have to name shop that, that line a little bit. Yeah. Promotion uh, time promotion time um (laughs) this is a uh podcast form of our this promo doesn't suck alert on 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 our on our socials (laughs) where we where we post uh promos that don't suck because a lot of times when navigating these uh legal sports books and their promotions some of them do suck like legitimately some of them are terrible bets and you will be stuck trying to trying to trying to clear money from free bets and shit like that so right now we're going to give you a little bit of insight into how we bet these promos by looking at this tournament joe what do we got out there this week okay so uh fanduel has uh brought back the birdie bonus uh it was under a different name before uh but it's place a 25 dollar pre-match outright wager on a golfer to win and get two dollars for every birdie or better uh, with a max bonus of $50. So you get one crack at this. Um, are you doing it? Who are you using it on? Yeah, so this, I, I think what they were doing before FanDuel was they were giving for every stroke under par that they finished. Yes. Not necessarily scoring as birdies. So I, I, I when I first heard of this promo, I love the FanDuel promos that give you site credit no matter what, because it's essentially yes. just having like free money in your account. Like you have to clear it, yes, but it's better than having like a yeah. 35, like $35 in site credit versus $35 in a one free bet is like worlds of a difference because when you, you bet can 30, use it, yeah. yeah, but when you, so like, let's say I, I get a $35 free bet from FanDuel. I win like an even money bet. I win back 
the $70. Like I went back the 35 stake and the 35 winnings. If that was an even money bet on DraftKings with a $35 free bet, I don't win back the stake. So you would just be getting $35 for your $35 free bet. FanDuel would exactly. that on even odds. So yeah. that's just an illustration of what that is. So I think that this is a great promotion. Um, I did some research into the guys that I like this week and looked at their stats since they came back from the layoff of COVID. How many scores under, like how many birdies and eagles have they posted in these tournaments? So I was looking to see like, because in my, my head I thought, okay, Webb Simpson is probably one of my golfers that I like just because of the odds, but he's more of a steady golfer that doesn't bogey many holes. Rory's a little bit more of a birdie three holes, bogey one hole, then birdie. Like he generally has more birdies than uh, just par, 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 birdie, birdie, like he'll he'll be all over the place. But when I was looking, uh, Rory had, in his three tournaments since he's back, he's had 22 uh, birdies birdies and eagles, uh, 18 and 16 in his three tournaments, Webb has had 21, 26. That was from the RBC heritage that he won and four when he missed the cut. Uh, so not a lot of strong like variance in between those two, but I just didn't like the webs four. I'm going to go with this. Uh, I'm going to, I'm going to take Xander Shoffley here in this bet because in the four tournaments that he has been back, you can, you can follow this. The four tournaments he's been back, it's 20, 19, 21, and 20. So that's a, an average of 20 birdies and eagles per tournament that he's back. So that's a free, if that pace keeps up, that's a free $40. And you're also getting a shot at 31 to one for him to win the tournament. So yeah, I think that that's a bet that you're probably going to win some money back on if he just has a decent tournament and stays in form. So Xander Shoffley is my pick for that uh, FanDuel promotion. Terry, what about you? Oh, well, my pick was going to be Xander Shoffley. Wow. Well, let's, let's fucking run with it. <laughs> because he's 31 to one on FanDuel as opposed to 22 to one on DraftKings. Um, so there's some value. First, you're getting value there. Two, he's top 10 in birdie average. He's eighth in birdie average on the PGA Tour. Um, so you're getting value there. Um, and I, like I said before, when Dominic grouped the, you know, the front runners, I thought Xander is one of the better picks to make just because he played there last week and, you know, he's this is a major field and he shows up at majors. So Yeah. All right. Fair. And yeah. So uh, I, I too will be taking Xander Shuffle. Right. With right. his Bernie bonus. Okay. Bert, Bert, Birdie bonus. So the next, the next promo is similar. Um, both FanDuel and DraftKings have odds boost for Tiger Woods to make the cut. DraftKings, you have to opt into it. Um, it's a $50 bet uh, or $50 max bet that you can place on it on both sites. DraftKings is at plus 125. FanDuel is at plus 100. Um, are you maxing out one of them? Are you using it? Are you going to try to just get some free money, bet both sides? What are your thoughts? Um. I I've thought long and hard about this because this just screams like trying hard. 
this just screams trap to me, but I just think it the does. odds the odds are too good. I think it, that, impl- the odds are minus four fifty otherwise. Or yeah, I don't think that I will max out both of them. I think that I'll take like the DraftKings plus one twenty five. I think Points Bet was doing something too, right? Yes, yeah, so Points Bet their... is doing uh, a crowd booster uh, to make the cut. Started off at they set it at two eighty five. It's down to one sixty right now. Um, not sure where that is ultimately going to end. It's at 160 now. So I don't know where that ultimately is going to end up, but you might want to wait and see as close to the tournament starting as possible. I think that that's how I'm going to play it. Um, Like if you're a tiger guy, like sure, this is, this is just bombs away, play all of them. (laughs) Hope that history and trends continue because the stats for him making the cut here are a little absurd. Yeah, um, and he just, seventeen he, for seventeen to make the cut, and he just he just loves this course. So I think that if you're a Tiger guy, yeah, you can have a pretty nice weekend if you just unload on all these promos. If you're yeah. a little, if you're a little, and I, look, I may come around to that and just say, look, it'll be fun to root for them. Um, these books like, are, it. yeah, these books are obviously just trying to take money, but like we're smart and we'll we'll we won't spend it all after we after we make it back. Um, but I think that if you were trying to play it smarter, a little bit more reserved, I would wait to see if the uh, the points bet crowds booster got to be better odds than the DraftKings yeah. plus 125 and then pick whichever one of those is higher. Yeah. I also – okay, so that's good. And then um, there, I think I, I saw something on my DraftKings. I don't know if it's – I don't know if it's still there. Wait, I don't see it on, anymore. Hold on. Hold on. I'm – I – I was on the fence with Dominic, but I'm gonna take. I'm taking the Tiger bonus. Are you taking all of them? I might. Yeah, I think I am. <laughs> he just I, said I'm on the fence. On, <laughs> I was on the fence, but I'm taking all of them. And then he goes, "He taking them." He says, "I might." Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I might not all of them. I think. I think DraftKings is gonna offer the best value of plus one twenty five. Yeah. The Tiger getting better odds on uh, points bet. But yeah, seventeen for seventeen made cuts history. He's won here five times, nine top tens. Points. There's a reason. There's a reason why he picked this tournament to come back because he loves this course. I, he knows his body. I trust, and he knows his game. I trust Tiger. I'm a Tiger guy. I'm a Tiger king. This might be this next promo might be the best one in a way. Uh, on points bet, there is an early. They're doing an early payout promo. So you've seen this before. Uh, with football, you've seen this before. I think with, uh, I think maybe with some uh, some uh, some hockey or soccer. Uh, but the bet is back any player to win the Memorial Tournament. If your player is leading at the end of round one, you win. First twenty five dollars staked. Dead heat rules apply. So would you guys use this on one of your typical bets for first round leader? Um. If if you're playing, I'll let Terry take this one because he's a big player in the first round markets. Um, but awesome. I think I that him. you would get, it, it, you know, if you're betting some of the guys that you normally bet, like if I was looking at a guy like Grillo or what is his first name? Emilio, Emiliano Grillo. Emiliano. Emiliano Grillo, who like has shown he could play in low rounds. His play kind of fits this tournament with his strokes gained approach and how well he drives it off the tee. 
um, how accurate he is off the tee. Last week he missed the cut just because he wasn't putting well, lost around a stroke and a half uh, in putting strokes gained. But I think that if you bet like Grillo to win the tournament, 200 to one. Yeah. And to lead the first round is probably only, it's probably a little less than that, but it's still probably triple digits. I think that it could be like, I, if, if I'm probably going to play a first round leader in that way, like on points bet yes. and nowhere else. Yeah. So I'm trying to, it looks like yeah. if, but also, I'm. I usually, you know, twenty five is a bit much to be playing on on long shot first round. Like a bomb so. winner, yeah. So that, I think that's yeah. what I'm trying to ask. Like, how are you playing it? Plus, the odds are higher. Obviously, first round late leader. There's dead heat a lot, but mm-hmm. um, like Grillo is two hundred to one to uh, to win the tournament. I'm not sure what his first round leader odds are um, right now, but I, yeah. If if you're like, your tournament winner matches up with your first round leader. Why wouldn't you? you sure. Know, yeah. If you think Sun, if you think Sun J M, who's seventy to one, is going to win this tournament, and he's a top, he's top ten in first round scoring average on the PGA Tour. Yeah. Why wouldn't you? You should bet it on points bet unless there's such a crazy disparity between. Yeah. Um, like you know sites, but there's also an issue of what if he wins the tournament, but he dead heats in the first round, then you're kind of getting screwed out of a payout. Yeah. I, I yeah, think it's I'm not more, sure. I think it's more of a lot. Like you're looking at long shots or, or mid like guys who I wouldn't think would win this tournament, but could fire off a first round. Like, I think that maybe Grillo, maybe Poulter, um, Varner, like guys that you wouldn't think would win this tournament, but probably could compete. Um, but, could fire off a low first round. Like for, for example, Grillo is, is one 120 to one for first round leader. Yeah. The terms are, the terms of this bet are like a little odd. I'm, it's not like super clear, but um, cause it's one of the points says your bet will be paid out in full up to $25. If your player is leading after day one, the remainder of your bet will be paid out at the end of the tournament. If your player wins. Oh, then that's so stupid. that's that's yeah, that's like not at all what I think. <laughs> they, they, like, that's not at all what they made that seem like. <laughs> so yeah, whatever. That's dumb. Yeah, okay. that's that's a dumb. And that's not even worth very it. important. Yeah. There's too much reading. It just might. Reading. So then maybe it's worth using on somebody that you think is gonna win. If they no, Wait, it's not I that don't. dumb. It's actually not dumb, but I'm not. Gonna like I'm it. saying, like if you're gonna bet on somebody to win pre-tournament, that's then you're not on top of the FanDuel promo. Uh, the birdie bonus, you probably want to go to points bet and put the bet on there because in case they come in first round, then you could at least sure. get paid out a little bit. I mean, you get paid out up to $25. Yeah, saying. yeah. So if he's 33 to one and you bet 25, if you bet $30, I'm not saying, oh, I'm saying $25 of it. Yeah, no, I'm just saying like, if you were going to only bet, not bet the person to win the first round, but they just happen to. Yeah, yeah. I get it. I was talking about the rules. Okay. All right, yeah, anyway. Uh, right. It's going to show up on your performance review. And then, okay, the one other, the one last one is on BetMGM. A BetMGM, any American to win the tournament plus a hundred. What is it cut down from? Uh, I think it's it was minus two fifty. BetMGM is not showing it that clearly. Yeah, uh, sure. I, There's I, an American. He'll probably win. I I like it. I just think that it's. You know the top three guys and odds are all American. They're tournament Bryson, Shambo, DeChambeau, and Cantlay. So 
there's a there's a 59 percent chance according to the algos that an american's gonna win so got it you're getting some you're getting some value there all right thank you joe for reading off the promos uh Good job. Like I said, we'll we'll look at the performance yeah. review. But I think it's uh it's it's good to play these per you know these promos because in events like this we start seeing uh, as more people start betting golf. I think there's uh, some value to be had and some money to be won. So, all right, money, money, money. All right, for Terry takes producer Corey, Joe Delera, the Oddscast dot 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 in the hole, the Memorial Tournament edition. We will see you on our next edition of dot 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 in the hole for I think you can I think you can just say in the hole. I like dot dot dot. We'll work on that. Dot dot dot. The uh the three M open is July twenty third to twenty sixth. Uh we'll look at the fields and see if we're doing a podcast for that. But this has been pretty well received. We'll keep it going. So for the odds cast signing off. Good luck this weekend. God bless. Four. Uh,